What's up everybody and aloha, how you doing Hawaiians, both near, far and everywhere in between, hope you guys had a great, great week. My name is Kalei Tukan, thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast episode of the A Hawaiian Podcast, and it's hosted by your friendly neighborhood Hawaiian, Kanak, Brada. <laughs> My name is Kalei Tukan, hope you guys are enjoying it so far, thank you for coming back as well. Let's get right to it, we're going to hit off this Mana'o moment strong, bam! Alright, so... Um, very, very excited. You know, by the time this episode airs, it's going to be a few days more before we actually head on out to Hawaii. Um, looking forward to it. I'm very, very excited. Want to see family, friends, of course, pay my respects for those of you who know what's going on. Pay my respects to those that we have lost, uh, friends, family, you know, pets, uh, the like. So we were going to, it's going to be a busy week. It's going to be an expensive it's going to be expensive time out there, but it's also going to be busy. And um, like I said, if you guys see my social media, you guys see me performing, you guys want me to perform for you, go ahead and contact me, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, message me, whatever you guys want to do. Get a hold of me and um, we'll see how that goes. Alrighty, so let's start off with this. So recently I was able and blessed and thankful for uh, performing at... Um, at a graduation party, uh, my cousin's good, 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 good friend, who actually used to live here in Utah, uh, down in Spanish Fork area. Um, he used to live here before, and so he kind of knows the area and whatnot. He had family up here. He contacted me and basically just said, hey, could you perform for my niece's graduation party? Congratulations to her. Uh, Michaela is her name. She, I'm not going to say her last name, but Michaela, congratulations. Uh, I'm graduating. It's a big thing. And in Hawaii, you know, with the whole lay thing, I, I, I miss the lays. When my daughters graduate, I'm going to just shroud them in lays. I'm going to make them disappear with all the candy lays, dollar lays, um, all the all the different lays that we're, we're going to make, family, friends, whatever's going to happen. We're going to stack them so that they have all these lays. It's just part of its tradition, its culture. Okay, so I know I had an episode about that whole thing. I'm not going to go back into that deep dive, but I am excited. I was excited for this event. I'm thankful for allowing it to happen because the feedback I got from the people that were there in attendance was good. Um, I didn't mess up as much, so I'm getting better. <laughs> um, on top of that, one of the things was um, this family was like, hey, can you sing a Samoan song? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't really know Samoan songs. And that's on my part. I haven't spent time to learn the language because I don't, because I don't want to screw up the words. You know, for me, language is important. If you say a Hawaiian word wrong, it means something else, you know, so same thing uh, goes for as far as Samoan music as well. So I did my best to play this song called Tali Maya, which is um, a love song. And so I played it as best I could. But the way the song is performed, it's different from a four-beat strum. Uh, so I kind of had difficulty on trying to play it in my head, especially because I don't know the words. I just kind of know the tune a little bit. So, but I will get better at that. And thankfully, I was able to contact another friend, a Samoan friend of mine, and ask them, hey, bro, what are five Samoan songs that you think I should learn so that when I perform and I play, I have these five songs locked and loaded in my pocket? 
So he's like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll give you a few songs that I think you should you should learn because a lot of Samoans know these songs. So okay, so got to work on those. <laughs> but the grad party overall was fun. I got to play. I got to be a DJ a little bit. I got to play some more. And um, now that that has happened, I'm kind of thinking, you know, could I possibly use my equipment to um, play music at people's parties as well? Just have DJ music going, you know, not necessarily a, um, not necessarily a party party, like a bumping and, you know, everyone's not like a DJ, legit DJ, maybe just someone to put on background music. You know, I could provide that as a service as well. Hey, anything that can keep me busy, make me extra money, put money in my pocket, even better. Okay. So, um, cause I don't want to do the whole lights and DJs and stuff. That's a lot of, that's a lot of computer time. That's a lot of, you know, that's too much for me. I would rather just put music in, play it and just have fun. Just, just let the, not Pandora necessary, but let the music just keep flowing. Okay. We'll look into that too, because that might be that might help out as well. So that my weekends, I'm making money every day. I'm making money, so that'd be good. Anyways, thank you so much, bro, for letting me perform for you. Um, some of the funny stuff that I saw. <laughs> this is this cracked me up, okay? Because I was having this past week, I was kind of having like an up and down week, kind of like um, going through my head. You know, what should I do with my life and all this other stuff. Just kind of having that type of moment, and then. Um, I, I walk into this building as I'm doing my job. I'm walking to this building. I talk with one of the associates there. And as I'm leaving, I see a small little sticky note sign that says this. It says, life is too short. That is guaranteed. Don't waste it not living. And I was like, man, it's such an emotional thing to say. Such a beautiful saying, you know, that don't take your life for granted. Don't be, don't live it under your means. You know, live your life. Life is too short to not worth living. Three minutes later, I drive down the road and I see another sign that says, sidewalk closed, detour. The arrow is pointing to the main freaking street, saying basically you can't walk on this sidewalk because we're under construction, but you can walk in the middle of the goddamn road. So life is too short <laughs> to not be worth living. And if you are going to live, walk on the road it just hit me at two different points in time i thought it was hilarious the fact that i saw one and i saw the second one i was like this man <laughs> life is too short life is even shorter on this side but uh, i was like goodness gracious that's hilarious um and speaking of signs i realized this past week uh, a sign from above that's telling me to shape up is I believe I'm becoming a Utah driver. Now, before we get deeper into that, all of you who live in Utah, who understand what Utahs are, if you haven't heard the phrase, I'm gonna say it. Utahs are people who drive insanely. Okay, I'm gonna use this word, it's called retarded, and I'm not talking about mentally handicapped people. I'm not talking about mental illness, I'm not talking about any of that. Um, any of that medical or mental or, or physical things that you would classify someone with mental retardation. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about beyond that, okay? Those people are blessed. I, I view them as protected, loved, cared for. Utards or retards are people who are just complete idiots. 
have common sense, have, have full functions of their bodies, have full control of what they do, but yet still choose to do the idiotic thing. Those are the idiots that I call retards, okay? I'm gonna say it again. Those are the idiots that I call retards, okay? Not mentally retardation, not mental illness, not any of those Down syndrome, um, cerebral palsy, whatever issues they may have born with fell upon them, whatever technically, I'm not talking about them, okay? I'm gonna put that out here right now. I'm talking about blatant idiots, shitheads. This is what I'm talking about. These are that people that I classify. I am falling into that group. That's why I'm saying it. I am following, falling into this shithead group when it comes to driving, okay? And this is with my work truck. So I'm driving my work truck, cruising along, no problem, having a good day, starting my day. I haven't even delivered anything yet. I'm starting my day. I see a light, okay. I see it up ahead of me, about 30 yards. Ah, I can make it. No, I can't, because it immediately turned yellow. Knowing very well that my truck does not speed at all because it was built in like the goddamn 50s and it drives like a tank, I tried to gas it and make this light. Light turns red. I haven't even, I'm not even halfway into the, into the intersection to cross over to the other side. I still go and I just, hmm, like nothing happened. I was so conceited and so tuned out from the world at that point that I didn't even realize or care for the fact that I didn't make the light that I could have gotten into deeper trouble. If there was a cop there, guarantee would have pulled me over. And when I got to my stop or my location I needed to be at, I realized I'm turning into a U-tard driver. An idiot, shithead type of driver that I don't want to be. Yes, I can be aggressive on the road because I got to do things that are here and there. But the fact that I, ver I know damn well that the light was turning yellow. The light did turn yellow. I know I should have slowed down. I know I wasn't going to make it. And yet I still, ah, chance it. We'll just chance it. That's the, that's the mentality of a lot of Utah drivers is, ah, chance them. No worries about it. Just chance them. Oh, it's a red light? No. We're three cars deep? Yeah, everyone's making a turn? Yeah, chance them because we make them across. Oh, there's you. There's people walking across the street? Yeah, chance them, bro. Just, just skim right by them. Yeah, shave a little hair off their ass. It's fine. Just cut right past them. Oh, the car's coming. I got to make a left turn. Car's only 10 feet away? Chance them. Just take a left. Hook them. Shoot! That's the type of mentality a lot of people in Utah have as far as being drivers, which is shithead retarded drivers okay like i said before i'm not talking about those with mental illness mental disabilities whatever i'm talking about shithead idiotic people those are the people that i call the retards that's who i call them okay idiots and like i said i'm falling into that category all right <laughs> So yes, I realized that. And so if you follow me on social media, you know that I took my wife's car ID, Hawaii ID away because she parks head first. Now I feel like I need to give her back her ID and for her to steal mine because I'm turning into one of these guys from Utah. It's rubbing off on me and it's not good. Even my friends who said, you know, we lived in Utah for so long, went back home to Hawaii and we just start going, hey, hurry up, hurry up and realized no, 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 no. 
You don't do that in Hawaii. Because, 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 you don't know how big the gentleman is in the front car that you just honked at. It might be a Honda Civic hatchback with three wheels, but the dude inside could be 6'6 to 6'8 and 300 something pounds able to crush you with his bare hands. Don't do that in Hawaii, okay? Let me just tell you that. For those of you venturing out to Hawaii, okay, this is a public service announcement that may or may not save your life. Most likely, it will save you from getting knocked the hell out and ending up with a wound around your eyes, okay? And if you are a white person, this helps you prevent skin-changing effects by permanent bruises and punches to the face so you don't look like a Dalmatian, okay? When you are in Hawaii, especially when you are either in Kalihi, Kaneohe, Kohuku, and all of the west side, when you are in those areas, Waikiki, Honolulu, you'll be safe, okay? This is your, that's your territory, okay? Ala Moana, shopping mall, anywhere, anywhere in that local convenient area of city life, you're pretty safe there with this attitude, but venture out you venture out of there you're entering the jungles okay and i'm not saying jungles to be racist i'm saying jungle because that's the rough it's rough around that areas okay do not for the love of god and for the safety of your life your wife and your children do not honk at any honda toyota lifted truck dropped vehicle hatchback suburbans don't honk at suburbans don't honk at Tahoes. Those are the bigger guys. Don't honk at those people in those areas. Why? They are not afraid to stop their vehicle, step out, and confront you. They are not afraid to put their hands on you. Half of them probably just got out of jail. So they are welcome to go back because they got family reunions to go to back there. Do not, please do not, honk your horn on those locations. I'm talking Kalihi. I'm talking Kaneohe, Kailua, uh, all of the west side, and Kahuku. Do not do that down there, okay? Do not, or else you may end up turning into a Dalmatian. You may be renaming yourself Spot. If you attempt to do this act of what we see as we gonna get, yo, you wanna talk shit? We can throw, and let's do it. We gonna step out, we gonna handle business. So please, by all means, be careful, enjoy your vacation so that the story you tell is one of joy, one of happiness, and not one of hospitalization, near-death experience, and oh, I thought I did, I, I should have thought better, okay? We don't want those stories to go home, okay? So you go home, you have an enjoyable time in Hawaii, everything's all good, but if, they, you come, if you come home and you tell the story to your friends and families that you honked and a giant Samoan or a giant Polynesian, giant Hawaiian guy stepped out and beat the living brakes off you, uh, that's not a story you want to tell, okay? All right, so that's my public service announcement to you, brought to you by Kalei2K and the A Hawaiian Podcast. All right, <laughs> speaking of giant dudes and being big and being strong, Recently, I've been attending the gym pretty frequently, trying to be consistent. So a lot of you know that I struggle with my weight. It's not like it's not able to be seen, but um, I struggle with my weight, but I've 
we purchased gym passes to the rec center and I've been trying to go to the gym every day. Uh, prepare my food early, prepare things for work, you know, an hour or two before I go to the gym. Protein shakes. So I make a protein shake. I fill it into a, like a gallon container. And every day I shake it up. I pour me a glass. I, I pour me a glass, put it in the fridge, and I take it with me when I go to the gym. That way I'm not shaking every day, you know, or I'm not making it every single day. It's just sitting in the container. Um, I do that with the uh, pre-workout as well. Make sure my multivitamins are all taken care of, all that stuff. So everything's preset for the next day. When that day is done, I do it all over again, set everything up, and it's been going smooth so far. Cook on the weekends, cook my food on the weekends, so I have food to eat right after the gym, go to the gym early in the morning, all that stuff. Well, let me tell you this, okay? For those of you who attend the gym, there is an unhidden but yet visible rule of called gym etiquette. For example, when you are benching and you see someone who is struggling to lift the weight, don't be a jackass, don't walk off. Help the person lift that last rep up. If they can struggle to do one more, help them do one more, put it up, okay? So where I'm at, it's at a rec center. It's not a local VASA, Planet Fitness, EOS, Orange Theory, Gold's Gym. What other gyms are there? Lifetime Fitness, it's not one of those, it's not one of those big ones. It's just a small rec center, you know, accessible one that I think works out pretty well. So the gym etiquette itself is be respectful, clean up after yourself, don't take weights from people, ask, talk, be nice, be generous, Curtis, right? I was following gym etiquette. Someone had left their wallet on the floor. I thought it was a gentleman in his chair. It wasn't, it didn't belong to him. Because he would have picked it up, but he didn't. So he ended up leaving the machine. I picked it up, left my bench that I had all my stuff on, towel, water bottle, even my even my little bag that I bring around when it has my medication inside. I take the wallet, go down to the staff, give them that wallet, go back to my machine, and someone's taking the weights off the bench. Now, without anything else being said, I walk straight to the bench, and I start looking at the guy. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were still using it. My things are right here, bro. My things are right here. I don't know what else you need me to do to show you that I'm using this bench. I left, one, to use the bathroom, two, to return the wallet. I come back and this is what's happening. So please, those of you who are in the gym, have some etiquette to it, okay? Clean up after yourself. Don't tax people's weights. Don't tax people's, you know, machine. If you know that you see their stuff there, maybe ask, hey, can I jump in a couple sets with you? Would you mind spotting me? Easy money. Guarantee. No problem. I'll help you. You got my back. I got yours. Good. That's what I wanted in the first place. So with that being said, please, Mr. Jerkoff, do not, do not be rude in the gym, okay? I know a lot of that testosterone is flowing through your veins and you think you're tougher than everybody in there. But trust and believe, there is someone there that will not back down, and that is me. Trust, okay? Also, with going to the gym, my body right now is sore. Uh, it hasn't worked out like that in a very, very long time, as many of you know. So, I'm trying to, you know, get back into it, get more consistent, right? Right now, my triceps are sore. Um, one of the workouts I did was squats legs day right so i'm trying to rush it's the end of my day i'm like okay i gotta rush i gotta do this 
let's do hit legs because I haven't hit legs all week. Uh, maybe at the beginning of the week. I try to do twice a week as much as possible. So I'm like, okay, let's hit some legs. Let's get this done. Let's do what we got to do um, and get it over with. So I'm doing squats. And the way I'm working out now is I, I do lighter weights, but I squeeze and I hold the position for two to three seconds. Then I release and I squeeze and I hold the position again. And that goes for squats as well. So I'm doing these box squats. I squat down. I feel the bench, but I don't sit on the bench. I kind of hover. So I know that my whole legs are engaged, right? I hold it down for two seconds and I come up. And I do 10 reps of those. Five sets, 10 reps, lighter weight. My legs are super sore right now. And that goes for every workout. So I'm doing that. And in between the sets, I'm starting to stretch, you know, because I don't want to cramp up. There's barely any time to stretch afterwards. So stretch in between your sets, right? And then I'm stretching. I'm like, man, I got to... There's got to be something else I can do to make sure that, you know, I'm not wasting the time because I don't want to just stretch and, you know, could I do another workout in between the sets? Yes, you can. So I'm like, I got an idea. When you do legs, okay, to do more squats, do heavier weights on squats, your core, your core, your core has to be stronger, right? My core is round and plumpy and flabby. So my core, I'm trying to get stronger. So I think in my head, my pull, my mind, that, eh, I can get this done. Stronger abs, stronger core, better with squats, right? That's what they always say. So I start doing crunches. And now I take the same approach in crunches as I do with my other workouts. I don't come all the way up to the top. I can't. I can't do that. But what I do is I tense up and I squeeze for two to three seconds, come down, that's one. Come up again as high as I can, tense up, squeeze, that's two. Hold it for two to three seconds, come down, that's two. So I do 10 of those and I'm like, okay, it feels good. I go squat again, back to my abs again. Set number three comes, I'm about to squat again. I get under the bar, I start squatting down and my body cramps up. My abdominal region just goes, Wah! like a, it felt like a crocodile just shutting its mouth and being like, we ain't opening up today. This is not 20, this is not 7-Eleven. We're not opening up today. My body just cramps up. I go down. I look like, I look like when your parents whip you in the back spot, you know, that back, that one perfect spot in the back. And you're like, ah. You turn into a you turn into a pigeon real quick, right? So when they hit you like that, ah, that's exactly what I look like. I'm like, bam! Ah. So I <laughs> I went down to squat, and that's what happened. My abs crunched up, and I went, yeah, and I had to try and stretch it out because I was getting cramped up tight. I racked it as fast as I could. I hit the ground. I look <laughs> I look like a dead fish, or oh, no, I look like a lizard that fell out of the trees. Eh hit the ground and I'm stretching because I'm trying to stretch out my abdominal region because it's all tight and cramped because my big ass has not done abdominal workouts in years. I want to say years. In a long time. So for that, to put that much pressure on it, cramped up the muscle because the muscle was fatiguing and I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Thank goodness I didn't do heavy weights because I would have lost it. I would have probably killed myself. But not only was I embarrassed in front of everybody who was there in the gym and looking at me like an idiot for stretching out, 
I could only imagine what was going on with the, the staff workers, what they were thinking, watching me on the monitors, like, oh, look at this guy. Oh, oh, look at that pigeon. Ah, ah, pterodactyl. Ah. And I was like, God damn it. And, but thankfully, I, w I stopped doing abs. I decided to just do my legs and just get, get <coughs> excuse me, do my legs and just get it over with. Do it properly. Do it the right way. And I decided to do legs and triceps instead, right? So I could do, I can do tricep pull downs. I can do overhead skull crushers. No problem. Everything will work out easy. And um, after doing squats and skull crushers, I go to the leg press machine. Now, this is the cable version, so it's not a lot of weight, right? So I start doing that, and I'm like, okay, so what tricep workout can I do here on the leg workout machine? I grab a dumbbell. I'm like, okay, no worries. I'll do a, a kickback, a dumbbell, you know, tricep kickback, so I can, I can, you know, flex my muscles still. Same workout, same concept, same process, right? In the middle of one of my repetitions for my tricep, I realized the way I was looking made me understand why there are a lot of guys getting plugged in prison. I feel and think that the fitness world, and there's no prejudice, I, I really don't care what you, what you do with your own personal life, I just think that the real fitness gurus are gay. And this is why, okay? Not only do they get to watch big men squat low, so they know, oh, they can get low. They can get low. Not only that, but when you do certain workouts, you have to stick your ass out. When you do barbell rows for your back, how do you do it? Watch a picture. Your body is prone like an L-shaped tabletop. Your ass is out, your legs are tight, your back is tight, and you're pulling this weight up, right? You basically look like a stripper with the pole sideways instead of up and down. Ever thought about that? Here's the other one. I'm doing my tricep kickback. I have my hand on the bench, knee straddled legs, right? So I have a good foundation base. I keep my elbows up. I stretch it out, right? I stretch it out this way. But I'm looking back to make sure my elbow is not dragging, to make sure that I'm really contracting that muscle. That's when it hit me. It looks like I have a neon sign said, plug it up right here, down to a pound right here. That's basically what it looked like to me. I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder dudes in prisons get plugged. That's a, that, 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 they're sticking their ass out every day. Looking back, they've pretty much got the, 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 they pretty much got the stripper pose. It's basically a stripper pose with weights. Except there's no pull up and down, but there's a pull in your hand. So imagine you're doing this, and the gay guy that's watching you, you're going back and forth like that, and he's like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is insane. I can't believe this is something that I thought about, and that's the way my mind works, people. Sometimes things just pop out to me that I didn't think was going to happen. I didn't expect to happen, but of course it did. I look like a hooker with weights in my hand for gay guys. And let me tell you, okay, now I don't look at my ass. My, my wife looks at my ass. I've got a horse's ass. You ever look at the back of a horse? 
It's got big old fat thigh meat, not very round, not very voluptuous, but that bad boy is thick, and that's the kind of ass I'm working with. So, uh, I clenched my butthole to make sure nothing else was going to be happening. But I finished my workout. I feel good about it, nonetheless. That's just my thought process. Sorry if it offended you. I mean no offense by it at all. Like I said, I think they may be gay. And they have the best, easiest access because the head gurus, maybe if they're not gay, who cares? If they are, whoever thought about this whole gym process thing and how, the, how your forms are done, these guys are geniuses. This is what I'm saying. They are genius. If you are a gay man and you came up with all this fitness stuff and all these different poses and all this stuff, genius. You know why? Because you get a free show and people are there because they want to be there. And, of course, there's a lot of guys who you know may or may not be gay, but a lot of gay men go to gyms, look ridiculously gorgeous looking, and hook up with other guys. There's some bodybuilders or guys that I know that have a physique of a bodybuilder who are gay. They got the poses right. They got it all done. They look good, and now they're picking up the one that they love. What's better than that? And they bond over going to the gym. <laughs> so that's what I thought. That's what was going on in my mind. I figured I'd share that with you guys too. <laughs> but overall, I have enjoyed going to the gym. I've enjoyed working out. I'm trying to be consistent. My body aches and pains. So when when one part of my body pain, uh, aches, I try to work the other part of my body. So my legs have recovered. Looks like I might have to do a leg day soon. Alrighty. Um, let's see here. Well, that's pretty much it. Let me double check just to make sure. Okay, nope, that's all. All right, now it's on to the next segment called It's News to Me. So, this, okay, so this is kind of a two-part thing, okay? So, I got this thing on YouTube. I watch a lot of shorts, and it's a video of a mousetrap, okay? However, it's not your typical mousetrap. This mouse is in a trap where in front of him is a piece of wood with the treat, the bait, and behind him is a contraption that shuts down, like will clamp him, like um, uh, will snap back and kill him. It has a bunch of spikes on it. So the mouse is on one end, okay? So the, the mouse is on your, pretend the mouse is on your left-hand side. Okay, your left-hand side, the mouse is facing this bait. Behind him is the contraption that has a bunch of nails on it. And if the mouse takes the bait, the nail will shut, will, the, the contraption will clench and chew this mouse alive. I thought, of, I was watching that, and thankfully it, they don't play it through. They just loop that that little scene of you seeing the mouse alive in the contraption, but nothing happening to the mouse. So you're like anticipating, oh my gosh, it's gonna happen, is it gonna happen, is it gonna happen? But little do you know, it's just on a loop. It doesn't really happen. So that freaked me out because I would never ever wanna do that. That's almost like, that's almost like a mouse sitting in a gator's mouth, waiting for it to snap. Just going whoosh, like that, and just killing this thing. So, with that being said, I thought about animals and state animals, okay? So, <laughs> like I said, I don't know how my brain works, that just does, okay? So, I started thinking about animals, and I was like, oh, okay, what are the state animals for each state? 
So let's open this up. So according to jenfarley.com, we are going to read some of the state animals, okay? So Alabama is a black bear, Alaska, moose, Arizona, ringtail, uh, Arkansas is a white-tailed deer, California, of course, the grizzly bear, we all know that, Colorado is bighorn sheep, ooh, that's cool, Connecticut is a sperm whale, the Moby Dick, uh, Delaware is a gray fox, Florida is a manatee and dolphin, oh, they have two, Georgia is the right whale, Hawaii has the Hawaiian monk seal or the humpback whale. I, didn't, I thought Hawaii was the nene goose. I thought that's what it was. Maybe it's the state bird and not the state animal. Monk seals I can see. Humpback whales I can see. Um, Idaho, Appaloosa horse. Illinois is a white-tailed deer. Indiana is a northern cardinal. Iowa is an eastern golden finch. Kansas is American buffalo. Ooh, that's cool. Um... Kentucky is a gray squirrel. Don't know what that is. Uh, Louisiana is a black bear. Maine is a moose. Moose are moose are scary, yo. I saw a video of a moose chasing a grizzly bear through a neighborhood. Like, this moose came right out of the water and started chasing this grizzly bear. And the grizzly bear was scared, yo. Crazy. Maryland is a thoroughbred horse. Massachusetts is a Boston Terrier. That makes sense. Michigan is a white-tailed deer. Minnesota doesn't say. Mississippi, white-tailed deer. Uh, the mule for Missouri. Montana has a grizzly bear. Didn't know that. Nebraska, another deer. Nevada, bighorn desert, bighorn sheep. Didn't even know that they had that there. Uh, New Hampshire, another deer. New Jersey, a horse. New Mexico, black bear. New York is a beaver. Out of all the creatures, New York, a beaver? Really? You guys don't have anything else more exciting than a bucked-tooth rat. All right. Uh, North Carolina is a squirrel. Dakota, North Dakota, the no, no, Nokota horse. Oh, don't even know what that is. Ohio, another deer. Oklahoma, a buffalo. Oregon, a beaver. Okay, first of all, Oregon, when you think of Oregon, I don't think of beavers. I think of ducks. Okay, I think of ducks, the mallard duck. Maybe you guys should think about that. Um, Pennsylvania, deer, Rhode Island is now in South Carolina, deer, South Dakota, coyote, ooh, South Dakota, coyote, Tennessee, raccoon, Texas, longhorn for Texas, Cheehee. and a nine-banded armadillo. Ooh. Utah is a Rocky Mountain elk, did not care for that. Vermont is a Morgan horse, Virginia, American fox hound, Washington, orca whale, those things are sick. That's actually good. Good job, Washington. West Virginia is a black bear. Wisconsin, a badger. And last but not least, Wyoming with the buffalo. Wisconsin badger. Did not know that that was there either. So anyway, that's pretty much it. And I thought about it because I was thinking of Hawaii. Like, why is in Hawaii a shark? You know, like a, a, a great white shark or, you know, something something more something more fierce and deadly like a buffalo or, or a killer whale that stuff is cool <sighs> so i was like <clears throat> so i thought about it i was like okay so how can we change the state animal because like i said hawaii needs to be a mano a shark um so they said most animals are chosen by legislature so one of the things is you can you can your legislation can vote on the animal change or you can start making a petition to uh to have people vote on Basically, can we change the state animal from a monk seal or from a, a humpback whale to a great white shark? 
dope. Okay, dope. That's all I gotta say. That would be super cool. And for sure, nobody would mess with us. Um, but I'm just letting you guys know that that's how you guys can do it too. If you guys don't feel comfortable with the animal you have, or if you don't have any, like some of the states, which I don't understand, then go ahead and and and, and get your legislation. You know, get your petition going and start rolling with that ball. Alrighty, now for my last segment, thought bucket, thought thought bucket. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. If, uh, oh, if you were a supervillain, which supervillain villain villain would you be? Hmm. If I was a supervillain, what supervillain would I be? And you can't be a hero turned supervillain. That doesn't work. You gotta be supervillain from the beginning. Who would I be? I think I would like to be, dang it, why do they, wow, I never thought about that, to be a supervillain, Deathstroke, Joker, Harley Quinn, Bane, Mr. Freeze, Riddler, um, Okay, Marvel. Let's see who's the bad guy. Black Adam, Bizarro, uh, Sinestro. Who else is there? Felix Faust. Who's is there? Penguin. Amazo. Huh. That's a good one. I don't know. I don't know who, what supervillain I would be. I guess, I guess if I had to choose, it would probably be. Oh lordy, why? They make the supervillains look so ugly. That's why I don't. I don't want to look ugly. I mean, I'm not the most handsomest dude, but I don't want to be ugly. I think I would be part of the Sinestro Corps. Because I would have the abilities of Green Lantern, but I could use fear and, you know, I would be able to have um, the abilities of a yellow ring, but I'd be a bad guy. That'd be the only thing. So I think I would do that because I could generate things with my mind. Um, and the more people were afraid of me, the stronger I would get. That's basically it. So, yes, I would love to, I'm not love, I would like to be, if I could choose to be a supervillain, I probably would be part of the Sinestro Corps. Good denim. Fear ignite. Anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in for another podcast episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. My name is Kalei 2K. Look me up on all social media platforms, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Facebook, and uh, visit my website as well. Um, it's M-S-H-A dot K-E backslash Kalei2K. So that's M as in Mike. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it like this, okay? Mike, Sam, Hotel, Alpha dot Kilo Echo backslash Kalei2K. Okay? So that's M-S-H-A dot K-E backslash Kalei2K. Look me up on that. You'll see a small little profile. On the bottom has all my social media links. You can just click on that instead of having to search, search, search. It's already got it linked up. So you guys can go ahead and take a look at that. Um, 
Also, comment below on my YouTube page. Uh, ask me any questions you guys want to ask me uh, or answer the questions. Like for my thought bucket, I'll ask you a question. If you guys want to answer, go ahead and answer. Um, I don't put up any more shorts because it's just too time consuming, uh, taking away. Uh, I just feel like if you guys want to listen to it, you'll find it. And if you guys support me, thank you. Like, subscribe, whatever you guys want to do. I just hope you guys enjoy and take something from this that'll make you guys have a better day. Um, and last but not least, um, I also do perform music. I play a lot of Hawaiian music, whatever, uh, local jams, some country songs. So if you guys are interested, um, go ahead and take a look at my social media. My YouTube page has some song covers that I've performed already. I'm going to get better at it. Um, but if you guys want, go ahead and comment me on that as well. If you guys think that I'm up to snuff for you and what you want for your uh, graduation party, birthday party, baby shower, wedding, whatever it may be, go ahead and take a look at that as well. And uh, if you do live in Utah, pay attention to my social media. I'll post if I am performing, where and when. And you guys can come on down and take a look. Check it out and see for yourself what you guys like. Anyways, thank you guys once again. My name is Kale 2 k You've been watching the A Hawaiian Podcast. So to all you Hawaiians near and far and everywhere in between, have a great week. God bless. Stay safe. And remember, spread aloha, not hate. Love you guys. Aloha. Aloha.